This podcast is brought to you by Walt Disney Travel Company, Disney's official holiday specialist. When you book direct with Disney, you will experience the legendary Disney service from the moment you get in touch. Whether your heart is set on a trip to Walt Disney World Resort in Florida, a Disney cruise or a Disneyland Paris break, you'll find your perfect Disney holiday when booking at disneyholidays.co.uk or through the Disney Call Centre. Enjoy expert advice, explore great ideas and a host of exclusive benefits, including low deposits and the option to pay your holiday off in flexible instalments, only when you book with Disney. Now, on with the magic. Well, what an incredible series it's been from Amy Hart, Carrie Hope Fletcher, Ruth Maidley, Kate Garraway, Frankie Bridge and Ramesh Ranganathan. It has been wonderful listening to their magical memories. It's brought back all the magic, all of it, all the memories. I've loved it, thoroughly enjoyed it. But we couldn't end the series without a roundup of the best bits. So here we are, Series 3 Best Bits. Enjoy. We have just got back to Disneyland Paris, so it was our big goal to go back there with Derek. Unfortunately, on the morning, he couldn't come. Um, But we went back there with the kids, and I was lucky enough to go with um, my best friend, Vicky. And it was just an amazing thing. So we, we... I, I do think there's a special place. I, I think I went almost the year it opened to Disneyland Paris. Did you? I know. Look at you. <laughs> Are you horrified? No, it's only 30 it's years. Not, it's, not, it's not the 1950s, Geo. <laughs> that's magical. <laughs> you love Did it. you? She's <laughs> you just saw me in black and white then, didn't you? <laughs> no, that's amazing. No, but you we probably love Disneyland Paris and it we means did. so much well, to you then. I didn't go to Disneyland when I was a kid. Right. But my parents didn't. We didn't go abroad on holidays, actually. And um, certainly we'd never gone to Florida or, yeah. you know, California or anything like that. So uh, it was the first opportunity and I had some cousins that were much younger than me. They were sort of six or eight. I was in my 20s, 30 years ago. Thank you very much. And my brother and I took them to Paris and I've still got the bauble from the one of the original baubles. That's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. Tom doesn't... <laughs> I you were old. I, I just... I just. This is the third Disneyland Paris trip that you've mentioned. I know. And so I, I know. I, I love genuinely it. genuinely love it. I genuinely love it. Yeah. So um, that was the first time and it was amazing. We went in January. It was snowing. There was not a single queue for the ride because nobody was ridiculous enough to go in January during the week. But it was magical. It was lovely. And I think actually that was just wonderful. You know, is there something about returning there for yeah you, i think so i think so i think the parks have something very special about them that is is slightly different as well mm. so lots happening in your world right now lots happening in my world right now definitely was supposed to be in disney right now um, oh, but then got pregnant oh so you've done the next best thing yeah. come talk to <laughs> yeah. us about disney yeah. holidays <laughs> yes had a whole two-week trip planned in january but i'm still trying to convince my boyfriend that we need to go um, on our honeymoon minus baby because I need, I'm trying to convince him that you need to do it as adults. Well, actually, the last time we went to Disney, you had got in- engaged like two days yeah. before. Yeah. I didn't feel sad about leaving him behind, though. 
No, you didn't. Bye. I did feel sad for him on the family WhatsApp chat. <laughs> yeah, though. no, I did as well. He was included. Like we took Scott, your best mate. Yeah. But we still included Joel yes, on the chat because we, did. we didn't want him to feel left out. No, no. But we do go to Disneyland Paris in a week and a half. Oh. And that'll be our first Disney trip together. I I might cry my whole way round. Because I get emotional at Disney anyway. Yeah. So being with Joel and knowing how much it means to the both of us to actually be in Disney together. Because yeah. it's like our happy place. But now we get to be in our happy place with each other. Oh, with your oh, happy my, people. Uh, with our happy people. Can you remember your first ever holiday? My, my first ever holiday was to Sri Lanka, which is where my family are from. And um, my mum's from like a tiny village. And we just sort of relaxed and had a nice time. But it was really interesting to see this the background of this woman that I only know from Crawley. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I only knew British mum. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and so going back to her village and, like, seeing what she's all about. And um, also, me and my brother became, like, an exhibit <laughs> because all of the people in the village wanted to hear English being spoken by English people. <laughs> so they'd, like, come and they'd go to me, like... Um, uh, you have a nice T-shirt on, and I say, "Yeah, uh, my mum bought it for me." And then they go, "My mum bought it for me." <laughs> <laughs> it was like I was doing impromptu English classes, and then like you sort of go, "This is your uncle," uh, and then you go, "Hello," and they go, "Hello." Uh, you, really okay. awkward. Does and then it? you go, uh, "Yeah, um, tea, <laughs> food, food." <laughs> Um, what's been your favourite trip ever? I know it sounds really obvious, but probably our honeymoon. So we went to the Seychelles. Um, we went snorkelling, actually, one day. And <laughs> I went to get into the sea. <laughs> and my bikini bottoms got caught to the ladder that you oh climbed down <laughs> into the sea in. So I was literally hanging <laughs> off of the boat by my pants <laughs> so obviously everything was on show oh and the poor gosh. guys that worked on the boat were like I could see them like stifling laughter and just like trying to help me and just being like Wayne Wayne but he was already in the water and it was like the most uncomfortable situation I think I've ever been in and just all these really polite men like trying to be really nice about it but oh just also gosh. like I could just see it all over their face and then just like getting in and thinking oh my god this is just awful and and then just they having to wake you up. So yeah, you. Yes, yes, they had to unhook me, G. <laughs> it was not very becoming of a new Aww. wife, but um, yeah. So at memory. what point did Wayne realise what was I going on? I don't think on? he did. <laughs> I don't think he ever realised until I told him. And then obviously he thought it was hilarious. I went on holiday to Croatia earlier this year and that was like a proper beach holiday. Don't do anything. It was such a beach holiday. I don't know. <laughs> I no, go on, you can say it. You enjoyed a bit of time on a nudist beach. We did. For the first time in my life, we went to a nudist bathing area. And the best part about it was that there was no one else there. Right. So it wasn't like going to I can imagine you like... both, and you probably were very adult about it. We were. I was 38 and I should <laughs> be better weren't. than this. But I can imagine it being very giggly. Yeah, it was super giggly. And every time, because it was like by the sea. So every time my boat went past, I was like, ooh, <laughs> suddenly pulling the towel off of myself. <laughs> it was very funny but then like there were like ladders that were built into the sea in this area yeah. so they, it was like encouraging you to like swim naked in the sea and it was the most amazing thing I've ever done it was incredible do you arrive to a nudist beach clothed yes. and then you don't just you don't strip off in your hotel room and walk okay. there <laughs> just <laughs> through the lobby Morning, it's a question everyone. I've never asked so <laughs> no we went it's... clothed and then did you, you swim do... in the sea naked yeah 
I bet that was amazing. It was incredible. It was so amazing. And the fact that there was like no one else there as well. There was like one other couple that we saw there in the whole the whole holiday. Yeah. It was so good. Um, who do you love travelling with and why? I actually now love travelling with the kids. I love travelling with Derek. I love travelling with friends, especially friends if you've known a long time. I did a great trip recently with Alison Hammond. Oh, I bet she's She's fun. amazing. She is hilarious to travel with. She got a marriage proposal in the airport. What? We were only there for 15 minutes. Who from? I literally went to the loo, <laughs> bought a cup of tea and came back and this guy had proposed. <laughs> It was unbelievable. I was just like, what the heck? Did he just have a spare plane ticket? It was like, oh, I no, need to No, he just someone. sat down and he proposed to her. It was extraordinary. Anyway, she was just like, yeah, he proposed. Really casual about it. So I was like, this is big, this is big stuff. Um, but I mean, I don't think she's seen him again. Oh, so okay, it was a no. Okay. But, um, but yeah, so she's hilarious to travel with. So actually, I've got a question about the jungle-based. Oh, yeah, Have yeah, you yeah. learned any travel tricks? or hacks from your time in the jungle? Mm, that's a good question. And is there anyone from your, your campmates that you'd travel with again? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I love them. Yeah, yeah. They were good. Yeah, we still got And also, so you guys had it where you went into COVID, didn't you, after your year? Yes. So 2019 was my year, and then it was the following year. But Caitlin Jenner, I mean, we all wanted to travel there. But she literally, as the train took off, removed herself from the WhatsApp group. No, she didn't. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was literally, you could have timed it on the runway. And it was like, Caitlyn Jenner has left the group. Oh, my God. Did <laughs> she, she did She did give her number out to various people, right, to be fair. Okay. But she obviously felt like she didn't want to be part of the... Ouch. I know. And th- you know what WhatsApp is like? It tells you, doesn't it? It's not yeah. like somebody deleting the contract. It's like, you are no longer part of this group. <laughs> Yes. You are out. I would have just loved to have seen the conversation that followed that. Yeah, exactly. That's good. Yeah, literally she gone. But hang on a minute. She only just taken off. <laughs> she literally logged on to the Wi-Fi yeah, on the on airplane the just so she could remove herself. <laughs> <laughs> but she was brilliant fun in there, actually. So, yeah, it'd be good to see her. I, I have seen her again and I've interviewed her since, but she, it's, um, it's, it's, it's been a different a st- world. It's a well. different world, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I didn't know you were an ex-teacher. Yeah, maths teacher. So you've, you've travelled with kids, surely, on school trips or did you just avoid those? No, I did it all the time. I, did, I, like, I, I was head of sixth form. But when we used to go on the school trips, I like, so because I was so disorganised, I wouldn't listen to any of the instructions or I wouldn't... Fo- so sometimes kids would go to me, what time are we supposed to be meeting at thing in? I said, I don't know. And then a couple of times I'd just make up times. There's a couple of times where, like, they'd be at a meeting point and they'd have to wait 20 minutes for me and every kid I'd spoken to about what time we had to meet up. You'd like... You'd always know the kids that Romesh, that had asked Romesh what time the meeting was because they'd all arrive at the same time. And eventually, there's like, the teacher running the trip was just like, mate... Just say nothing. (laughs) Just please, it's better for you to say, I don't know, than tell children abroad the wrong time to meet up. And then I remember one night we were, we were in, um, we're in Rome actually, and we went to a pizza place and we're having a nice time. Mm. And it was like near the end of the trip and like towards towards the end of the trip, everyone's getting a bit relaxed. It's gone well. Do you know what I mean? And I became conscious that I'd drunk too much wine. Oh no. But I wasn't battered, but I was like tipsy. And so, but then I was tipsy and a st- member of staff on a school trip. <laughs> and then we're just walking around Rome and kids were talking to me. And you know when you overcompensate? 
I just stopped being needlessly wordy and stuff like that. Well, that is a very interesting question, yes. Maybe we should look and try and find the answer together. Uh, Mr Hopkins, Mr Hopkins, <laughs> Stephen has an interesting inquiry vis-a-vis the architecture of this particular part, part of... This is really bad. I'm so, so paranoid. How right? did it feel when you woke up the next day? <laughs> the fear. <laughs> the fear was unreal. Did anyone say anything? No. I bet the kids loved it. Do you miss flying? You so much, so much. Like it's it's like traumatizing. How long did you do it for? Nine and a half years. Wow. And I was a cabin manager, so I was in charge of the aircraft. Um, I could like make people's day. I I would say I was like still a black on surprise, surprise. Like <laughs> if I had loads of spare seats in business class, I'd be trying to find people whose like anniversaries it was or birthdays it was to upgrade them. And if people were drinking wine, they really liked it. Be like, do you want a bottle to take off with you? <laughs> I say, like, it makes my day if someone gives me an extra can. I've got to say, because yes. you know, wine well, yeah. it comes in cans at the moment on, mm. on planes that I've been on. If they give me an extra yeah. one, I'm just like, thank you. I always used to say in my briefing, like, if it's not nailed down, give it away. Like, you can't have it, so you might as well give it to someone that can. Like, and if you can do something nice to make someone's day, then do it. Do you have any secret, like, flying tips? Anything that you do, having done it so, so often? Um, neck pillow. Always a neck pillow. Um, and also, I can't do it anymore, but I um, sleep on the table <gasps> if it's a short-haul flight. Yeah. So I fly to Spain quite a lot. So the first thing I do, table down, head down, and I sleep the whole way. Wow. Because it it's so much more comfy to get your head down. Yeah. And the biggest bit of advice actually I can give to families travelling is those bed things that you see on TikTok, the jetpack kids oh, yeah. things... Do not buy them if you're going on any of the UK airlines because you're not allowed them and you'll spend a hell of a lot of money on a product that you're not actually allowed. Because uh, the person in front can't put their chair back. So it's like a safety thing. Oh, really? Yeah. So we used to have so many rows of people. As a wheelchair user, travel can be really, really complex. Like, even just going on a plane yeah. and you have to trust somebody else with your equipment, it's really, really stressful. So... When you get to where you're going, you want to know that everything is taken care of, everything's accessible, the hotels are great, and and that the people there are going to be really helpful. Yeah. So um, whenever we've looked at any other holiday, we've kind of not bothered and just gone back to what we love, which is Disney. So um, everything. I, do, I genuinely do not have to worry about anything when I get that. I know all the restaurants are accessible, shops are accessible, the rides and all of that with the access pass, which we'll get onto in a little bit, that that all helps so, so much. And it just feels like you don't have to second guess any of that, which as a disabled person, especially as a wheelchair user with a physical disability, I, I never get that privilege of never well, having to think about it. I guess that's the thing, isn't it? Day to day, you do have to continuously be assessing where you can go, how you can do things if exactly. you're out and about. Whereas it must just be so freeing for your mind to go I'm going to go here and everything is accessible to me I actually find it really hard to think what they could do better and really? I have never said that about anything in my life it, it is just the one place where I know I don't have to think about anything um let's talk Disney Park experience because you have had a Disney Park experience you've been to Disneyland Paris yeah, we'd always talked about going to Disney, but it's that thing of like debating about when, what age your kids should be to go. So one year I said, we're going to go to Disneyland Paris and um, the kids were like absolutely buzzing. So I booked it to be right at the door of the park. Right. And then I booked, you know, the room that we booked was like this 
super experience where like every day they hide chocolates in the room and stuff like that <laughs> and like the kids do a little hunt when they come in and I didn't know anything about I, I so I obviously I'm, I'm a Disney fan but didn't know what it was like to, I'd heard stories about what it's like to visit a Disney park but I didn't know what it was like and so I turned up to the hotel and somebody came over and said oh yeah can we help you and then he said what which room are you in and what blah 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 and I told him and then he went and then he, honestly this is what happened he went <gasps> you are about to have the most magical experience of your life. <laughs> I was like, oh my days, what is this, man? And then, um, yeah, it was like an, it was, it was an amazing time. Like, the Ratatouille ride was like a game changer oh, so for much us. fun. Doing that cruise yeah. on the Disney Wish, where we had the relaxation of being at sea and, you know, lounging in the sun and, you know, getting coffee and just chilling out. Going to Castaway Key. And then, yeah, but then going to Castaway Key and going to the Bahamas. Like, I've never been to the Bahamas before. And, like, swimming in the sea and, oh, it was just so great. And then on board the ship, having all of those, like, amazing bars, the, like, unbelievable restaurants. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was just so great. What did you think it was going to be like before... You got on. I don't know. I don't think I had any expectations, but I just didn't expect it to be that sort of perfect mix mm. of having a relaxing holiday. And, you know, there are places on board the ship that aren't as, like, Disney amplified. And you can just go to a bar and have a drink without someone singing It's a Small World in your ear. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then if you want that Disney experience, you, you app, there's, like a million places on board the ship where you can go and have that. I mean, it's, it was all just incredible. It was so good. My dream, so this is my ultimate dream, kids or no kids, <laughs> is to spend Christmas Day at Walt Disney World. It's my ultimate dream because when we went with the kids when they were a bit younger, there was a full-sized gingerbread house in the... Grand Floridian. Yes. They were building that. Yeah, they were building that this oh, time Oh, the we were smell. Oh, the smell. That smell of like pure ginger as you walk in, like the Christmassy smell, like I just won't forget it. And just the fact that it was fully made out of gingerbread, like it's magical. Do you know what yes. I mean? Everything about it is from the hotel to the park. And I just, I just want that experience for mm. all of us to just spend Christmas Day there and just, just be fully involved in it over the Christmas period. It's so good. Yeah. I don't care how old the kids are or how old I'll be, I'll do it one day. But my Space Mountain story from Walt Disney World. Mm. The person before me had spilt their popcorn in the footwell. <laughs> they had got off, obviously, and nobody had seen it. And I just got on and I thought, oh, I don't want to wait anymore, so I won't tell anyone, it's fine. So I'm, like, screaming, and a piece <laughs> of second-hand footwell popcorn on one of the drops, a piece of second-hand footwell popcorn went into my mouth. <laughs> and I could still taste the salt on my tongue. Like, I obviously spat it out and then, like, stopped screaming and was like, mm, 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 mm. Um, but I could still taste the, like the salt on my tongue. Well, was it salty popcorn or was it just salty from some? I don't know. On the floor? I don't know. I hope it was just the person before me that was. <laughs> and I came off. I said to the, like the cast member, I was like, "Excuse me, there's footwell popcorn in there." And he's like, <laughs> "You've called it footwell popcorn." Secondhand footwell popcorn. Like literally horrendous. Oh, and I can. I, oh, I've got another Disney tip. I'm just thinking. It's now my vlogs don't are all coming back to me. Don't take popcorn. Don't take popcorn. Sally Fountain, please. Um, if you sing, you get your parking for free. I saw this on one of your videos. Mm-hmm. You tested it. We tested it. We made Luke test it. My husband. <laughs> <laughs> we like, Luke, sing to them. And he was like, let it go. Let it go. And then I went, yeah, go on then, go. Because yeah. they have like pixie dust that they can do nice things for people. Yeah. I already feel like Hollywood Studios is going to be your favourite park. Do you reckon? Well, because it's got um, Galaxy's Edge. It's got Star Wars. 
<sighs> I just, I, I don't even know how I'm going to react, man. Like, I'm actually going to be in Star Wars. You actually are? Yeah. It'd yeah. be better than being cast in a Star Wars film because, like, then you have to do stuff. Whereas yeah. I'm just going to be wandering around, just fist bumping a stormtrooper or something like that. I cannot believe it. Uh, we've been to Walt Disney World together. We have, I know. It was the coldest winter ever. <laughs> the locals that had never owned coats were buying coats. Didn't they say it was in like 20 years? It was like the coldest it had been in 20 years. Yeah. Right, I seem to remember. Yeah, because we've been at Christmas a lot of times and it was never like that. Yeah. I remember I literally had a leather jacket, was mm-hmm. like my coat. We had to buy like hats and gloves, didn't we? From you like, were, the there shops. Was you were like, I am wearing everything from my suitcase. Yeah. And I looked like a robber the whole holiday because <laughs> I was just literally in like black head to toe. Um, it was, yeah, I, I just have never experienced anything like that before in my life. But it was so fun going with friends. Yeah. Like having gone, because I think that might have been the second time that I'd ever been oh, really? from like being as a child and actually being able to experience that with other people that are obsessed with Disney as well. Yeah. Like it was, it was just so much fun. I'd we were just like magic. big kids, weren't we? Well, that, that's what you go to Disney for. Yeah. I think like you, you, there is that, you, you have a license to just go and be a big kid. I must have been about 13 or 14. We were in Disney World. We're in Epcot, which is my favourite park. And it was just me, mum and dad. Mum and dad went off to the toilet and I was sat on a bench um, near... Where was I? I must have been in Germany. And um, all I heard was... And I was like, what is that noise? And all of a sudden, this gate opened next to me and Snow White and all seven dwarves <laughs> marched out. And there was it was early in the morning, so there was no one around. So mum and dad came back from the toilet and I was playing hide-and-seek with Bashful. <laughs> and I've got this amazing picture that I, I don't know where it's gone, but I've got like a, an old disposable camera photo of me and Bashful, like either side of a tree. Because it was just like, there was no one around, so I just got to play with the seven dwarves for like <laughs> 10 minutes. So good. So good. And it's like magical moments like that that you never get anywhere other than Disney. You don't. You really don't. Yeah. It is just that like Disney magic that isn't just in the attractions and yeah. isn't just in the restaurants and whatnot. It's it's in just the place itself. Now, I don't know what it is about the coming together at the end of a Disney day. Yes. Watching the fireworks. It is. It's really moving. And I, I get moved oh watching other people have move, moving yeah. moments. Yeah. The fireworks this time and they had drones because it was the 30th anniversary which was how amazing is that display oh my gosh yeah and by the end of it we just told each other that if you don't cry at that you are made of stone because it was just so moving and you're right it's been a long lots of adrenaline highs and excitement and it just rounds the whole thing off and actually by the Disney castle somebody proposed which was just wonderful what a perfect place to propose so Darcy was like this is the best day of my life Oh, that's so what you lovely. Want. I know, we were all applauding. So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it would make you want to propose, I think. Because I leave the fireworks believing that I can do anything I want in the world ever. <laughs> like, that is a genuine thing. Yeah. I go home and I'm like, I can be whoever I want to be. I can do whatever I want. I feel really inspired. I feel amazing. And then I wake up in the morning and I'm like, Frank, there were fireworks. <laughs> You're still the same person. No, the energy is inside you now. It's inside. The magic go is inside now. Sorry. <laughs> it's such a famous thing to go. You know, everybody knows that's the thing you do. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, I was like, oh, should we go see that tonight? And so we're there. And then watching the kids just like watch it, it was like amazing, man. You know and, I mean? and because you are someone who looks at life professionally mm-hmm. in, a, in a more cynical way, yeah. 
like do you like what is it like then when that kind of keep like comes flooding in uh it's frightening <laughs> what is this happiness what is this feeling i'm feeling I'm sort sick. of like this is like warm lisa what's this warm thing that's happening in my chest oh that's joy ramesh you try and push it away normally um no no i mean like that that sort of thing i think like when you're somewhere with your kids yeah. like you just you you just sort of embrace it's a it's a weird thing like because I was geeking out as well, because I'm so into like Marvel and Star yeah. Wars as well as the traditional Disney stuff. I'm sort of geeking out and enjoying it myself, but I think you do vicariously watch your kids enjoy that and it feels great, man. It's really good. Yeah. It is. It comes from the films, doesn't it? There is yeah. something special the about the ethos of Disney yeah. and the stories and there is that feeling, you know, I always cry at the fireworks and I always cry at Disney. There's something about that spirit of... I don't know, bravery and kindness and a little bit of magic that yeah. you just think if we could all have that in our life every day, it'd be wonderful, wouldn't yeah. it? It's it's the way it makes me feel. It's like the it, I, I've never felt so inspired and so creative than when I'm either watching a Disney movie or in a Disney park. Mm. And every time I go to Disney, I come back feeling like I want to take on the world because I'm so inspired by everything I've seen, whether it's watching the kids get excited about something or whether it's being like completely mind blown by uh, a ride and how incredible it is whether it's the technology or the idea behind it and it's then going I want to do something like that or I want to make my mark on the world or I want to make someone feel like Disney's just made me feel and I just love that I can't get enough of that feeling I feel like I'm constantly chasing the way it's it's not even necessarily Disney and what Mm. it is it's the way that Disney makes me feel and that's why I keep going back Well, what a series it's been. I hope you've enjoyed listening to the series as much as we've enjoyed making it. If you're a regular listener, you'll know that we love a special episode. And coming soon, we'll be celebrating 100 years of Disney with the best guests I could hope for, our Disney fan listeners. It's going to be a really fun Disney celebration that you're not going to want to miss. So get your Mickey ears ready and we'll see you soon.